0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. The discussions on Robot Congress are for entertainment purposes and to help correct random people on the internet. Any law discussed is general commentary only and not to be taken as legal advice. Specific facts will always alter the case. Have a problem? Hit the gym and lawyer up.
1: Hello and welcome to Robot Congress. I am Ryan Morrison, joined as always on my left by Allison Rothman. And on my very, very far right, all the way in New York, Austin Hoffman. Say hello. Do you
0: actually know your orientation right now? Like, Can you guarantee that I'm all the way to your right and not to your front or your left or your
1: behind you? Turn
2: around in a circle and then see what happens. I always
1: do this podcast (laughs) facing due north. You know that, Allie. I would never south and do a podcast. (laughs) It's bad luck or it's just bad for you. Hey, let's start off with a big congratulations. Allie, do you know anyone who got married this weekend? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Marriage?
2: Well, it certainly wasn't me.
1: (laughs) It wasn't me either. So congratulations, Austin. All listeners, please clap in your car and don't get in an accident. Oh, I thought we were
0: going to congratulate Craig for getting married. But thank you, Craig. And thank you, everyone else. Yes, I did indeed have marriage. And it was glorious.
1: And you and your now wife are truly the most unique couple I've ever met in my entire life. And to honor that, you had the most unique wedding probably ever. Uh, I told a lot of people about this wedding, and I, I don't think a single person I told, and I didn't say it with any kind of tone. I just said, <laughs> yep, I'm going to this wedding. I don't think a single person didn't respond with, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so let's talk through it. So Austin, you you got engaged three years ago. Yes, that back then you guys decided you wanted a wedding on two two twenty twenty, which is awesome.
0: No, uh, excuse me, you o- skipped Q. it. It's oats, Thank you, Allie. Thank you. You're Allie. right. It's a, it's a palindrome date. It is o two o two,
2: which hasn't happened in how long? Like, nine hundred and thirty-four years. Yeah.
1: Yes, and it won't it's, happen again it, for many more I years. I don't know if it's thirty-four, but I said it confidently. It's definitely over nine hundred. Uh, but regardless, that's kind of a cool idea. But then you had to take it to Austin level. Two take it to the next level a m ceremony. that's right
0: a 2 a.m ceremony on 0202 2020 uh and a 2 p.m reception
1: meaning best case scenario 2 a.m <laughs> ceremony everyone's in bed by four wakes up at noon and heads over for a 2 p.m reception uh i was in the groom's party lucky enough thank you austin yes, honored to be and and positive note. I mean, the whole thing was positive. It was a great experience. It's just going to be funny to go through. Uh, But Austin got us really, really cool grooms gifts uh, that I could not bring through TSA. Uh, <laughs> six foot long swords expertly crafted that all had personal engravings on them. Yes, that's not- right.
0: They have a full tang, which means that is they really uh, cool? they can be banged awesome. against things. But be careful because they're not tempered,
1: which means that you shouldn't spar with them regularly. And you've memorized that because you've said that exact two lines nine times and I don't know what a tang or a temper Are is. Are any of your sword?
2: groomsmen regularly sparring?
0: <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Somebody might think, man, this awesome sword has a full tang and they might not remember that
1: it's not tempered.
2: The only uh, tang I know is that orange powder. That's Adrian. exactly
1: what I my he, he handed me the sword and he's like, careful, it comes with tang. And I was like, <laughs>
2: sick,
1: that'll, that'll wake me up in the morning. Uh but uh, interestingly I, enough, the, it, the beverage was named after a sword that
0: happened to be glowing orange when the creator of Tang was realizing, hey, no, this stop. stuff looks uh, pretty
1: anyway, So, and, and funny enough, you yelled at me, nope, stop, during your ceremony. Uh, teaser, we'll get to that. Uh, but, <laughs> but O'Connor, who was uh, the old co-host before Ali's time here, uh, you may remember him. Him and I were in the, the groom's party. And yeah, we were both handed swords and immediately started hitting each other with them. Uh, I, that is what they're for, but not for stabbing because they're pointy. They were very pointy. We learned that the hard way. I definitely uh, lost you a security deposit in that house. Uh, <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I know a good attorney if it gets to that. Uh, but anyway, so so at the groom's party was told to get there uh, at 1230 at night The and then 1230 the next morning. So, you know, not a lot of sleep, not a lot of uh, stuff going on. But you don't well, need sleep. You have to stand there and look I competent. I agree. So walk us through the event, Austin. What, what was the the idea behind it? What was the theme? What did you want this to look like?
2: Yeah, what was the dream?
1: The dream was that
0: Cynthia proposed to me on her birthday years ago, uh, and that she knew that I wanted a a longer engagement and that she just picked a date that she would be happy with. So that date, it it was just because it was a palindrome. That's, that's why it was a thing. And then it just skyrocketed into oblivion from there. And that's how we ended up with uh 2 AM. So let's see the, The day of, actually, God, the the weeks before Let me stop you there. Goodness.
2: When you guys decided to do this at 2 a.m., again, the palindrome date is awesome. It's a really cool thing. I also just am a nerd and love palindromes, so cool. But when you guys decided to do this at 2 a.m., was there any part of you that said, this is nuts? Uh
0: we were fine with people not coming to the ceremony and frankly if it were just me i wouldn't have done a 2 a.m wedding because well, i That was obvious it was
1: very obvious that you didn't make a single decision for this oh wedding. no i, I stayed out of it. It as, as much as possible did. no yeah, this no. isn't like the stereotype of oh the husband didn't help Aust- I, i'm gonna i'm gonna first go through ali how austin described this wedding to me and then i want austin to describe the actual wedding and then okay. i want you Allie, to just Jump in as as she likes
2: for the record, I wasn't there. But, but I've heard a lot about it,
1: and you were invited. You just rudely did not come. Uh, <laughs> How dare you not fly across the country, yeah., uh, but to that point, Austin's right, uh, because about we were all told about this. We were all told that we were in the grooms party. I was told specifically I was not in the grooms party because uh, he had too many groomsmen, and then uh, I was reinvited by someone else. so I thought it was a joke. Uh, and then about <laughs> what would you say uh, <laughs> two weeks ago, I found out I was back in the grooms party. Yeah, that that's probably about right. Yeah, cool. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but but Austin knew wow, I was you in. We were
2: the, like the D list.
1: Yeah, no. Well, Austin knew I was in the whole time apparently, and just yep. you know didn't update us. Uh, so so this is what we were told. We were told first off that it was going to be in the woods. Then we we to- were told it was going to be in someone's backyard, and that then we were told he found an Airbnb.
2: Everybody listening to this <laughs> podcast, remember this is February in New York
1: at two a.m. in the winter in in, a, in the woods for all the oh, it was purposes. fine we were told there would be no alcohol then we were told that because of the complaints of no alcohol they were going to make homemade light and dark wine because austin drinks so very little that he doesn't know wine comes in white and red <laughs> so, <laughs> so we didn't He's not wrong yeah no. so so we didn't know what to expect uh showing up to this uh Everything was a mystery because Austin was so removed from the planning that told us nothing. <laughs> and then we got there, and it was a beautiful mansion of a venue. Amazing masks, amazing cloaks. Everything was put together so nicely. Uh, there was a fully stocked bar with every drink you could want. Uh,
2: it looked like endless. Lot of wh-
1: white Russian. It was a lot of white cloth, <laughs> for sure. And no, Austin, you could not have gotten a white Russian at your own wedding. Uh, But it was it was beautiful. And I don't know. I thought Austin was trolling us at first. But no, he was just as he was as involved on this wedding as he is on outlines for this show, Allie, (laughs) (laughs) Is that fair, Austin? Yeah, I would say that
0: I tried to stay out as much as much as possible. I only help uh, regarding with Cynthia. I only help when asked because otherwise I get in the way.
1: Which I totally understand and sympathize with Cynthia on. Uh, but it's it was just funny being a guest to this wedding and having no idea which end was up. Did that was the idea. Care? I surprised you. Did I not care? No, I absolutely
0: cared. It's I just I I'm the other person in the relationship and I understand
1: how <laughs> to best help. Fair enough. But but jokes aside, Austin, and giving you a hard time because we were we were all just kind of lost. It was actually kind of. I think what Cynthia wanted, where it was kind of a mysterious event. No one knew what to expect. Everyone was impressed when they walked in because the level of detail and care that I assume just she put into the masks <laughs> and the cloaks and even the swords from you. I mean, the the personal engravings you wrote were great. I, I was that's what I did.
2: <laughs> kind of like Susie and Monty's wedding where it was a total mystery and nobody knew anything about it. And then they showed up and it was an amazing, pleasant surprise.
1: Yeah. It, it, I mean, this this to the umph degree though, because it, despite it also saying it would start at two a m, the ceremony did not start till three thirty a m. That is because
0: uh, I could not see the bride, and nobody kept the bride at the price of the times, which is what I usually do.
1: So Austin's role in the in the relationship for those keeping Tab at home uh, <laughs> are telling his wife the time and engraving swords. Yeah, that's that's about right.
2: So, so wait, <laughs> let me get this. So if you bought her a watch, that would cut your value in half?
1: No, she already has a watch. She just doesn't <laughs> it. Oh, my God, Austin. Your, 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 life, your w- relationship is not long for this world, though. Uh, uh, raison my raison d'etre would be cut. As long as she doesn't run out of swords, I guess, because they need engraving. Yeah, um, but and I but, know the perfect things to put on swords. But So what did you put on my sword?
0: Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, what was it? Uh, a friendship
1: tempered by the fires of WoW and Dota. Right. Which, because Austin and I almost ended our friendship over Austin's inability to stand in the fire in World of Warcraft and just die to environment. And yes, uh, I, I have fond memories of, of
0: Ryan being <laughs> in the same room with me as we were both a, on our computers, down. and he would be flipping out because I kept standing in the boss fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I vouched for him to join this raid guild, and then he lets me down. You know,
2: <laughs> what did you put on O'Connor's?
1: Uh, O'Connor's,
0: I put, it was something of a Dungeons & Dragons in-joke, uh, a friendship that not even Levistus can save you from. Levistus is, is an ice fiend from hell uh, that saves
1: trapped Austin, people. Allie knows who Levistus is. Of course,
2: yeah, yes. Why are you explaining this to
0: me? <laughs>
1: well, that's for, that's for our viewers. Stop our mansplaining LaVistas to Ali. No, I'm kidding. Of course, Ali doesn't know. I don't know either, but that's that's awesome. What, what, what would
2: you have put on my sword? <laughs> uh, it took me
1: a while. To, it took me a while. Oh, to think no. Of come this. on, improv master. What would you have put on Ali's sword? I put a lot of thought into these. It wasn't just improv. Just follow your heart for Ali's. What would you put?
0: Greater than all the Roths that came before man. <laughs>
1: You missed out, Ali. You should have been there. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, it was it was a lot of fun, and it was good, kind of meeting up with everyone because there was no pre party or area to go there there was no hotel block even you know we had we were very much left to fend for ourselves but that was fun like we all got, found a steakhouse and got drinks together
2: like hunger games yeah yourself? but
1: then people were basically blacked out by the ceremony yeah uh, i really should have given you the guys the swords said, before that uh, yeah what
2: it looked like
1: yeah definitely <laughs> half half of the uh half of the groom's party if not half of the entire wedding was absolutely obliterated by the ceremony uh but it was fun oh, it was so- great we didn't think to have food
0: at the at the, the ceremony because Why would that you was, think
1: to have food when you didn't even think to have a hotel block or anything. Else? <laughs> well, it,
0: well, excuse me, because that might have helped people be less hammered. However, it didn't prevent people from going into the food that was prepared for the next day anyway or the same day, you know, the later in that day.
1: Yeah, no, that's so what happened was people were so hungry and starving because of course it was a wedding and everyone assumed there would be they food. started foraging. For uh, so literally, yeah, and Greek your food. father, Austin, was the one who opened up a cabinet and found a bunch of uncooked cinnamon buns, and that's what we all ate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they no.
0: they were cooked
1: cinnamon buns. Stop <laughs> exaggerating. Un- whatever. They were in a they were like entombed cinnamon buns in a tin. They were from Costco. They were co- most of not. the
0: things, by the way, were from Costco, and I gotta say, this episode is not brought to you by Costco, but they're
1: pretty good. No, they weren't. And it's not brought to you by Costco. <laughs> <laughs> but the catering the next day was great. It was just very it was very funny that that yeah, everyone showed up absolutely obliterated after drinking for nine hours. Uh, and then there was uh no, We no also brain.
0: we also didn't think that people were gonna crack into the booze that night, but that also happened.
2: Oh, Austin. Austin
1: told people to get there at 12:30. Nothing started until 3:30. was no photography me, or me. anything. What did you expect people to do? <laughs> I our our wedding party.
0: That is our my four groomsmen and the one bridesmaid. were What did you want us to, to do for four hours you, for to, hours? you were supposed to. You're supposed to. How do you
2: expect them to be sober wait. and enjoy, your, in, in, enjoy this moment in your life? You I didn't realize to just,
0: that everyone would pre
1: party and they'd show up having a good time. I, I mean that that's the most mind blowing thing of all of this to me is that you you gave no one a pre party or plan or dinner. And and expected us to just, like, sit in a room for seven hours. Listen,
0: I accepted orders from the person above and next to me, which was Cynthia. And that Don't blame was, Cynthia. That the, I can absolutely do that. You know your
1: friends. But anyway, I mean, <laughs> there was alcohol there. So we there opened was. it up and we continued to drink. And it was a joyous, <laughs> mer- merry time. Uh, but so one thing that you you told us all to do was come up with a love passage for your, your ceremony. And we were all going to, to speak. Uh, O'Connor said Led Zeppelin's lyrics. I had a poem uh Uh huh. yeah uh-huh uh-huh you had uh, what now I I made you write me something which was awesome but I couldn't remember it and you told us about two minutes before the ceremony that we had to memorize it and mine was too long so I came up with uh another poem instead Austin do you want to recite it yeah you stood up and you started rickrolling us I did not (laughs) I did not rickroll you I stood up and I said Never gonna let you down never gonna I didn't remember the lyrics I don't remember them now, but I basically got it close enough and Cynthia laughed and loved it because she's the good one in the relationship, and you said, "Stop it, no, start over <laughs> you didn't remember the <laughs> you didn't remember the lyrics to the
0: Rick rolling, and you couldn't remember the two sentence thing that I wrote that you said
1: it speaks to me. I'm gonna use that instead of googling something else about love. I didn't google something else i I, I genuinely meant it Rick the Rick roll was important. Uh, Never gonna and give yes. you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna desert you. You
2: you, you forgot a line.
1: Did I? How does it go? Never
2: anyway, the other
0: yeah, the other love lines. Yes, because <laughs> Cynthia
2: <laughs> <Love> wanted the wedding party
0: to say something about love, whether it be a quote or a line or a poem or whatever. And you rickrolled because you couldn't remember the the thing that I wrote. Which I mean, I probably couldn't tell you. It, it was wasn't a rickroll. A
1: rickroll insinuates trolling and unhappiness. I was saying it from a place of love. That's that's nice. So
2: somebody <laughs> that's nice and that's bullshit <laughs>
0: yeah uh let's see my my brother uh gave a lord of the rings line and then uh the uh, the other the other groomsman uh was was kind enough to deliver something from twilight which actually cynthia was quite happy with unlike me
1: being unhappy with your rickrolling well i i was saved by someone in the crowd because i freaked out i couldn't i couldn't memorize your passage in two minutes notice so uh one, way, of, our, one of our one of our not not true one of our mutual friends texted me though and he said rickroll rickroll like you've never <laughs> rickrolled before and it was it had to happen you know what it, it didn't it, matter
0: the ceremony was great anyway and it was and I, your
1: your now brother-in-law did a great job he was ordained through the universal life church correct yes he was so let's talk about shout out to pedro are you married are are i married
0: yes Are uh, you married? This was uh, something that we had to look at also as we were going to be getting married because some states in like like Suffolk County where we got married has some weird stuff. Most states are cool with uh with Universal Life Church marriages. So
2: Universal Life Church is like the the internet minister, right?
1: Yeah. So let's let's talk about it. the the Universal Life Church is a. Despite having church in its name, it is not affiliated with Catholicism or Christianity. It's a non-denominational religious organization founded in the 60s under the doctrine, do that which is right. They have one religious rule, and it is try to do what is right. Uh, The Universal Life Church on their website advocates for religious freedom, offering legal ordination to becoming a minister for a small fee or in many cases free of charge to anyone who wishes to join uh for we've referenced it many times on this sh- this show before uh i even did o'connor's wedding to keep bringing him up i am an ordained minister of the universal life church and As what's your our, title i am time lord ah uh, yes and pedro was jedi knight yeah and so i chose time lord uh, over a decade ago when i first got ordained and not knowing what that was i i had never still have never seen... What
2: do you mean? Hold on. Take a step back. You can choose what you're called?
1: You can choose one of a thousand titles, uh, because you don't have to be minister. However, as we're going to get into, I never wrote Time Lord on a marriage certificate. I only wrote minister, because I didn't want the county clerk to bounce something back. Uh, So, little little voodoo there at the end. I've changed my title officially to minister at the Universal Life Church. I've done 13 weddings. My ex-girlfriend was a wedding photographer, so I got invited to Quite a few ceremonies for people I, I even did not know. I can say though, Allie, all thirteen still married. I have a hundred percent success rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder uh, if real ministers actually keep track is, of that. Ever
2: actually married to begin with?
1: Yeah. So let's let's really talk about that because if you Google "Is the Universal Life Church legit," you're going to see their very well paid for advertising saying, "Of course we are. Absolutely. Are you crazy?" And then 90,000 articles saying, no, they're not. This is fake. This is a scam. It's a
0: scam. It's a pyramid scheme. They want you to get married so you can get other people to get married. and you can. Now, marry- if you
1: Google is the earth flat or will these crystals cure my hemorrhoids, you're also going to find 3,000 articles saying yes, yes, no, no. So as with all things we talk about on this show, let's look at reality. We're going to average out the articles and just take whichever one has more articles. That is how you do the law. You, (laughs) you, You click five random articles and whichever three agree with is the right answer. Yes. So the legitimacy of the Universal Life Church has been challenged in legal venues, primarily with respect to the questions of whether it constitutes a religious affiliation for tax purposes because a lot of people did what I did, got ordained to help their friends, family, et cetera, and then tried to claim re- religious exemption from taxes. Oh, just like uh, what you did. Right, and I, I did not, <laughs> no, I did not do that. Uh, but I can tell you that the IRS, they don't have such a, you're not gonna get such luck with them. If you're opening a universal life church hall, if you're opening one of their their <laughs> churches. A church. Maybe, uh, but that that's not what anybody here is doing, and that's not what we're gonna talk about. What we are going to talk about is whether or not the marriages I did are legitimate, whether or not Austin's marriage is <laughs> legitimate, and whether or not <laughs> a I, and I'm allowed to ordain people. So uh Ali, you are ordained. It is a pyramid scheme. Th-
2: so how do you do it? Really? What do you do to ordain me? I
1: did it. That that's quite literally. I we I asked them. So uh when you s- go to Universal Life Church, which is the monastery.org, not sponsoring them again, not even. I'm certainly not saying uh, go sign not even up with recommending them. recommending them. Listen to this Austin's awesome disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. All of this is blah 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 blah. So uh, I did it. I am allowed to ordain people as simply as just saying, "Ali, you're now ordained. You are a minister of the Universal Life Church." Uh, that's it. It's official. That is the same as if you go on the website and click their button, and now you're ordained. Uh, however, just many like ship states, captains, it's it's just like ship captains. I don't know <laughs> what that means. Uh, but many uh, states require extra documentation or extra steps. So the universal life church has gone through not even just every state, but every, uh, township and, and, and county, uh, and, and made sure that the documents you need, they can get for you. Now those cost money. I use it. Right. Uh, I use, and not much to be fair. I mean, it'll, it'll certainly be cheaper to ordain your friend through this than to go hire a minister for your wedding. However,
2: well, no, a lot of times you just have to donate to whatever their congregation Yeah, you just got to okay, join a church. Do you you got to
1: go there it's for six you. months. You got to pay money. Would you got to donate sure that under 100%. God isn't your soul. I mean, would, would somebody?
2: I, no.
1: Okay, so it'll cost you five to $50 to get most people ordained legally through the Universal Life Church and all the documents you need. Again, not recommending that. I'm just saying that's about what it is. Uh, so that said, every single Case of the Universal Life Church being challenged in court. Allie, guess the outcome. Valid, not legitimate. We, we can say uh, that I I it, is 50, 50 <laughs> it is much worse. It's much worse than
0: than Morrison's record with marriages.
1: Yeah. So every single time it's been challenged, it has been found that the minister from the Universal Life Church is not a clergy member. Now, all fifty states and even down to townships have different laws for marriages. However. Most, and I mean most, 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 require either a civil servant from the town or a clergy member to be the one to marry you. Universal Mowage. Life Universal Life Church <laughs> is a respected, well, I won't say respected, but Universal Life Church is a legitimate religious organization as far as paperwork goes. However, these these towns and these clerkships have every right to say, we don't accept this. Now, that's not happened that I'm aware of. The clerkship, the the town hall, they accept the universal life charge marriage certificates. But the times, the very few times, but the times it's got bumped up to a judge in a court of law, the judge said, nope, not legitimate, doesn't count. And and that speaks a lot to our checks and balances system in America. The executive branch, the, the town hall, the clerkship, they are not there to interpret the law. They're there to enforce the law. It says clergyman or civil servant. This is a clergyman claiming to be a minister. Great. They sign off on it. Uh, the judge, however, can interpret that law and say, when we wrote clergymen, we did not mean kid on the internet clicking OK.
2: First of all, it's ridiculous that the government can tell you whether you're married or divorced. Yeah, right. You got to get state's
1: permission. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't agree more as somebody who's done this. And I think the the... The reason this church was founded or, or or this process started is because, first off, very few people are religious in America anymore, uh, at least in out of the South. And the reality is most people don't want to get married by a stranger. You don't want to get married by the person at, at town hall. You don't want to get married by a, a rabbi or priest you don't know. Now, there's obviously exceptions to that. If you are religious and you're close with your priest or rabbi, it's probably lovely if you want not all the frills of a big wedding and you just love who you're with and you want to get married, of course, town hall makes sense. But for the people who want the ceremony, they want the big close family feel there. Of course you, like you, Austin, you want, you wanted your brother-in-law to do it. O'Connor wanted me to do it. Uh, there, there is something to that and putting so many roadblocks there is, you know, all the same reasons that gay marriage is not legal in some places. It's, it's just archaic, holding on to ridiculousness.
2: I know a bunch of people who had destination weddings, for example, and to find somebody to marry them in that destination that like, maybe doesn't even speak the same language, it was such a process. So I can totally understand why this would be a thing.
0: But I'm not worried because we're covered both ways, because not only were we married, we were also hand-fasted, which is a tradition going back centuries, wait, back wait, when you couldn't what were get hand-fasted. Don't eat. Uh, no, hand fasted. So, <laughs> Thank you. so that's a tradition going back centuries for when you couldn't get a priest there for a long time and you might as well just get married yourself. Uh, so I'm not I'm not worried about that. We got uh, we got ropes tied no, around our you hands. You didn't explain what hand fasted is. I want you to. <laughs> so uh, so hand fasting is when you have ropes tied around your hands to join you and each rope uh, as a different color to symbolize different things like love and fertility and other stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's what hand fasting is. Like that when Pedro was but saying, like, oh, know. and so that so the what was it was, that's zing, it was just
2: like you know. a, a tradition thing. Like, it's I've all seen tradition, like, Ally. No knots and like knots that can't be broken. Like it's all. I've seen that as part of wedding ceremonies. Allie, you,
0: Cynthia, and I are still bound
1: together by our hands. Okay, you would. She's
2: attached to you right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's yes, just she really knows. far away. But Hi, you would,
2: Cynthia. You
1: you would think that. But if you finish the legislation, it says you have to be married by civil servant, clergymen, or weird For hand ropes. ropes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, hand fasting. Thank you. As long as they're different colors. Uh, no. So, <laughs> so Austin, you bring up a, an interesting point, though. Uh, doing this podcast is probably the most dangerous thing to your marriage possible. <laughs> because most states say that if you believed your clergyman was a, a legitimate clergyman, then your marriage exists and is fine. I can uh, believe but that. Since, but since you know that it's not... No, Pedro is definitely a clergyman. He
0: gives service to large groups of people in a public house that sells um,
1: beverages. Uh, cool. Very Let's frequently. talk about what a clergy member is.
2: Yeah, and honestly, because I'm not very religious, and I am jewish by background and and tradition Ew. so i don't know what like I, clergymen obviously i know the term but like it's never been part of my life
1: well clergyman just means anyone from any religion who's a, the clergy? A, well yes traditionally written that is that is not a judaic word but it is the way the laws are written it just means anyone a rabbi priest uh equivalent in any other religion could a uh, can do it state marriage laws <laughs> so state marriage laws all look pretty similar But the way they define clergy differs. So that's actually a really good question, Allie. And you just did a great segue without even trying. So thank you. Uh,
2: Effortless. Yeah.
1: (laughs) To be able to perform marriages, the person officiating generally must be considered a clergy member under state law. And many statutes define clergy member as someone who has a congregation and a following. Meaning you have a place to conduct services and people show up. (gasps) Wait a minute. exclude ministers or priests from online ordination services since i am a minister i'm not a clergyman because i don't have a flock i don't have people who come to me in any religious sense ever outside of me wanting to perform these marriages that's their line? does this mean that like big like twitch
0: channels and youtube channels that that those people are clergymen
1: no, I don't even know how you could possibly <laughs> because that. they have really big flocks that they regularly preach ple- to. They're not they have holding a lot of services, followers. yeah. So, no, uh, but in, mo- in most states, most state officials absolutely do not care about this distinction. If you say you're a minister, that's a minister that is good enough for just about every town hall in America. I mean,
2: but real talk, Austin's comment wasn't actually so stupid. If they were conducting like services via Twitch,
1: well, that would have been a different question. That's a whole, whole new Twitch channel, baby. Austin just meant if anyone has fans, are they a minister? <laughs> so like guns and grosses. Yeah, uh so I totally agree. If they're conducting services online and people are showing up, how is that different than Joel Austin? You know, yeah, I think that would count. So in most states, in, in actually 46 states, a person ordained through an online process is still a minister, at least for the purpose of marrying a couple. Now, Universal Life Church, if you go to their website, they take this seriously as seriously as they could it's basically the advice you would get uh like ali if i came to you and you were busy and you said and i was like i'm gonna set up an online church how do i do it and then you were busy and you said well i can't do it there's no lawyer who wants to talk to you so talk to austin uh that's like who wrote this disclaimer on their site they're like they're like we have a gathering every saturday all are welcome uh, and it's All like, are uh, welcome. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want to go to Seattle and see if it's real. One week, like, it's what are you doing? There? That they're, they're probably boozing. People? Yeah, Universal Life Church is based in Seattle. Uh, oh, but, oh Seattle. That's right. They have lots of coffee. So, so I, I jokes aside, when I did this stuff, I took it very seriously. I did not want to be the reason my friends were not married.
2: That's horseshit.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I, I did. I took it very seriously, and one of my group of friends was getting married in Virginia and one was getting married in New York City. Everywhere else was problem-free, but those two come with quite a few problems. And about a month before the wedding in Virginia, my friend sent me a link saying, Virginia just passed a law saying online ministers are no longer okay. So, wedding's coming up fast. We're not, yeah, I mean, they started looking at this woman, uh, her name was Joy, and her website was like, feel the joy, and (laughs) there was no way I was going to let this woman (laughs) take my seat. Yeah, yeah.
2: You <laughs> should come in a line like that. Yeah, so
1: there was no way I was letting her do it. So I quite literally petitioned the t- the, the town hall. They said no. I petitioned uh, the the kind of level in between. And I went so far as to get a court order from a judge state approving, approving me as a temporary minister for this one ceremony only, only because I was. And the only reason he granted it is because I was not from the state. Because I swore I would never be a minister in Virginia again, or ever ask again, and that I would leave Virginia immediately after. <laughs> so oh like my God! <laughs> to get rid of you, and <laughs> that you would leave immediately after. That's I've never told this story to our attorney in Virginia, Noah Downs. I should. I, I'm not barred from Virginia. Noah's
2: probably a minister there.
1: Yeah, I'm not barred from Virginia, but I had to leave immediately after and kind of reset and prove. But are like, you barred I'm- in Virginia? no uh so but we have attorneys who are haha advertising. Uh-huh. but anyway so the uh that's that's true I, in virginia i quite literally got an order from a judge saying my my wedding was okay i
2: do they really have the balls to say virginia is for lovers when they won't right? allow you oh to my that.
0: gosh well it's for lovers it's, it's not for people getting married
1: yeah it's for <laughs>
0: it's for
1: weekends it, at virginia beach and then please get out it's, it's you it's you find love there and you enjoy love there and then you leave Right. Uh, And then in New York City, it's even crazier because you have to go into this like room that if God was on earth and real would be sitting in judging you. Uh, I've (laughs) never been more uncomfortable in a room in my life. And you go in, there's just this pedestal with the thickest, largest book I've ever seen. They flip to the page, and it's called the uh, the Record of Ministers or something like that. And every actual priest, rabbi, etc. in New York City has to sign this oh. to be able to perform marriages. And Universal Life Church uh, went above and beyond for me and gave me an insane amount of documents to go and prove that I was a minister here. And I signed this book to you make You signed New your York. name in the Holy of Holies. I am in the Holy of Holies. Uh, as a minister, and I performed the marriage in New York City. And, Did you and take a picture uh, of the book. No, Are you oh. kidding me. You don't. I have never been more nervous than I was in that room. Oh Every my god, that sounds thing so I've cool. I committed. Came back before me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: goodness, that sounds awesome. And what what a ritual to have to undergo.
2: No, you can't share that book. That's like the secret society.
1: Yeah, there's also. I just want to apologize to the listeners. We're recording in, <laughs> our, in in our office right now, and <laughs> we're
2: both trying to pretend like this isn't happening. Yeah,
1: and, and the the Strangest, craziest window washer is outside of our window right now, scraping as hard as he can against <laughs> Hanging the window. Twenty
2: six floors up in the sky. Yeah,
1: it's, it's he's literally dangling above certain doom. Man, I uh, hope and those guys make a good living because that's I, terrifying. I doubt they do. Uh, cut that. Actually, I don't want to comment on that. Cut that. Oh, okay. You can say yours, and then okay. just cut my response. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, they absolutely deserve it. This looks terrifying. Uh, but regardless, he's scraping the window is very strongly and I'm sure you guys (laughs) vigorously so I apologize I can't hear it which
0: means other people can't hear it but I can imagine the vigorous strokes that he is making to make sure that that
1: window is clean. Austin if I had $10 for every episode that you said sounded fine and then it goes up and it sounds like a a hyena dying in a forest fire
2: or like Tyler the creator.
1: (laughs) Do your impression
2: (laughs) I can't even make pterodactyl sounds right now I haven't had enough coffee. No come on let it out (laughs) <laughs>
1: uh, Ali's just jealous I got to go to the Grammys and she didn't
2: yeah. <laughs> I got a Dodgers game wait Stop. a minute
1: <laughs> Brian, Brian, I mean that's not name dropping but that's event dropping yeah humble event brag drop uh, but okay awesome so we we opened up this episode by saying All of these marriages are not legitimate, and everyone that's been tested in court has failed.
2: So good luck, Austin.
1: But let me walk you back into the land. I hope I don't have a pension. (laughs) In, In all seriousness, in all seriousness, everyone that's gone to a judge has gone because the couple wanted to divorce and they wanted a reason and an out.
0: you're not even married
1: no divorce (laughs) needed that's literally what happened i hate my husband they won't they're contesting this divorce but we're not even married this guy got ordained online this is a joke and the judge was like yeah that sounds right hammer (laughs) hammer gabble gabble uh i truly believe that if this was tested uh in a real way or if this was me on the other side and my significant other was saying this didn't matter i wouldn't let it go so easily Uh, i think by the letter of the law
2: depends how much you hated them
1: well, for sure. It de- I mean, it depends if they're Austin's joke is not incorrect. I mean, the reason people are are doing this and going to court and saying this was never legitimate is to get out of alimony to not to kick people off their pension plans. It's actually terrifying. Uh, yeah, so I really it's hope crazy that this
0: kind of thing is not like a cemented process and is well, can be contested like this. Do you know it's why crazy. it's
1: crazy, Austin? Because over half of the marriages in America are now done by members of the Universal Life Church over half is that not insane half of us aren't even married
2: divorce rate is over half yeah it's actually (laughs) hey i just
1: said i'm one for one that the 13 year olds getting married in the christian church are the ones getting divorced not the not my my flock (laughs) well actually i think that that would bring the divorce rate down (laughs) because those people that got married (laughs) no my flock is legit 13 for 13 baby the, uh, the, the people that got married aren't even getting divorced, so, so the Austin, divorce I, rate's going I am, down. I am not advising anyone listening to this. I am disclaiming this that I have no idea what I'm talking about in a global sense. But, Austin, I'm telling you specifically that you are married. You should believe it, and I will help Don't you. let
2: anybody tell you you're not married. I'm a believer.
1: And if Cynthia ever tries to divorce you, I'm going to wish her well because she deserves better. But <laughs> – <laughs> if, 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 if not, I'll have your back and we will fight this and we will make sure that every judge honors this forevermore. Oh, that's fine. I'm not the one that's settled. I'm comfortable.
2: She just said that at the wedding. I'm a yeah. believer! <laughs> uh, no, well, Cynthia
1: actually, was no. C- Cynthia was so happy at this wedding the entire time that not like I could have said worse than Rick Roll and she would have loved it. I
2: mean, it. happy wife, happy life. Right? Honestly, right.
0: I, mean, I mean, honestly, we were just so focused on one another that the rest of you just faded into the background as you should have.
1: I'm going to tweet out a picture when this episode goes live of uh, you and Cynthia on the altar. Oh, man. People, yeah, I think people can't possibly imagine... The masks and the the gowns. So so the wedding. Just to just to help the the wedding was
0: inspired by the masquerade scene from Labyrinth. So yeah, that's right. That's well oh, that makes
2: that's... sense because from the photos, it kind of reminded me of like um a mix of a masquerade ball and a Renaissance festival. It yep.
0: reminded well, me of the babe.
1: Swords. Oh, what, what babe? The babe, the babe with babe. the power. Oh, what power. power? The power who of who do?
0: do who do you
1: do do uh, what? Lovey La- the babe. Oh, i wait, haven't wait, seen labyrinth in 15 again? years and i remember that that's because because david bowie is, Bo is yeah he's is, he's is literally magical this oh my is why
2: you guys are you guys and i am me because i have no freaking clue what you guys are talking <gasps> about
1: oh my god Allie! babe
2: all i thought about was
1: the pig. baby ruth no babe ruth yes Oh well, I thought the pig for sure. Yeah, right. That's right. With the <laughs> spider. Any uh, anyway, Allie, we got to. Uh, are you not? In are you insulting Labyrinth. David Bowie? Is that how you really want to end? The- <laughs> no, <laughs> Allie just hasn't my seen my
2: words. Labyrinth. Is that what you guys do in the life church?
1: Yeah, you're, you're. You're. No, you just insult. You just said that's why you guys are you guys, and I'm us guys. So because you haven't seen Labyrinth, and you don't like David Bowie. It okay. What, well, what's
2: this to do with David Bowie?
1: He's the one who sings what we just sang what in, in, what's this in what Labyrinth. He's if, the if Goblin you know, King. Yeah, Labyrinth is David Bowie's fever dream.
0: Yeah, really, the, like, the movie would not be what it was without David Bowie. And there was, was some a terrible other movie. possibilities. Whoa, it's a great movie. It's a Are ter- you
2: insulting Austin's wedding now? It's yeah, such well, a I think I rump. had for an
1: hour. <laughs> and Cynthia's favorite movie. <laughs> uh,
2: just, just making sure.
1: Yeah, uh, so uh, as always, follow Ali at A L I Rothman on Twitter. She will not tweet uh follow austin at robot austin follow me at morrison and follow the follow show, the the show
0: sh- at robot underscore congress i and thought we were won- gonna do that in in unison no you didn't you I just wanted tweet, to take but over
2: I see you.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh there is no unison but anyway what'd you say ellie you won't tweet but what but i see you <laughs> I-, I see you Ally's never tweeted <laughs> but she's always watching
2: Oh, uh, so glorious. we
1: will tweet out some pictures from the wedding. Th- thank, y'all for letting us have an extended holiday break. We'll see you next week.
2: Bye. Oh. <laughs> bye, Craig.
1: <laughs>
0: didn't say bye. Damn it. That was a headgum podcast.